RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm out as well on the headlines. Carrie Lam promises to speed up hospital admissions of coronavirus patients. She also reveals billions of dollars of relief measures for restaurants are on their way. And a top medical expert says coronavirus patients could go home earlier. The chief executive Carrie Lam has promised to speed up hospital admissions, saying it's not satisfactory that some three dozen people with COVID-19 are waiting at home. One man said he was left for two days at his subdivided flat. Mrs Lam blamed the delay on the large numbers of recent arrivals from overseas who have been in home quarantine. She said many were asymptomatic, but later confirmed to have the virus by doing saliva tests at home. There needs to be a process to arrange for this uh, confirmed positive uh, patient to be admitted into hospital. And the problem now lies in that uh, capacity constraint in the hospital to admit patients in a more speedy manner. Uh, I have asked the Secretary for Food and Health to work very closely with the hospital authority to speed up the process uh, as much as possible. I suspect the addition of the 400 um, second-tier isolation beds uh, very soon uh, in the hospital authority will help to provide uh, more capacity to handle the situation. Mrs Lam also noted positive results from the new order to limit public gatherings to no more than four people for the next two weeks. She said since the measure took effect on Sunday, officers had issued only verbal warnings to violators, but she warned that fines could soon be imposed. Offenders can be fined up to $25,000 and given six months in prison. The chief executive also said there are no plans to relax any of the current border restrictions despite the dwindling number of COVID-19 cases on the mainland. One is the situation is very fluid. It may still change. Secondly is after all these control measures, uh, closure of border control points, uh, imposition of the 14-day quarantine, not only with the mainland but also now with Macau, we are seeing a significant drop in the number of arrivals, whether they are Hong Kong residents or non-Hong Kong residents, uh, coming in from the uh, Hong Kong Suhai Macau Bridge, as well as the uh, uh, Wan Bay control point. So there, is, there isn't a huge need for relaxing uh, the border control points. Mrs Lam also warned the drop in retail sales will be the biggest on record. The figures will be announced this afternoon. She said the government will launch a second round of relief measures worth tens of billions of dollars for businesses hit hard by the virus. Restaurant owners are calling on the government to impose a closure order of all literaries and help them pay rent and wages. They say the new requirement to put more space between tables is difficult to implement in small restaurants and makes it even harder to do business. The convener of the Hong Kong Small and Medium Restaurant Federation, Gordon Lam, accused the chief executive Carrie Lam of being out of touch. I would like to invite Carrie Lam to come to see our cha chan tan or hot pot to see what's our difficulties. Not only go to an over 3,000 square feet restaurant, what will they see? They see how difficult for us, like running the restaurant or its bar table, how to keep 1.5 meters distance. Is it I just can serve free customer for a ramen restaurant? It doesn't make sense. Hong Kong University's top virologist Malik Pires says it may be safe to send coronavirus patients home 10 days after they were infected, even though they may still carry the virus. There's a nice study from the German group led by Christian Drosten where he looked at a small cohort of people and after day nine after infection, you could not culture the virus, although you can still detect virus by PCR. So one of the big questions really right now is to resolve this question of infectivity 
because there's a urgency to be able to discharge patients home even before their PCR becomes negative. And I think that is very likely to be the case, but still there is no absolute guideline on how we can do that. A doctor says the 400 isolation beds that the hospital authority has freed up may not be able to cope with a surge in cases. Larissa Amar from the Hong Kong Public Doctors Association says these so-called second-tier beds are best for recovering patients with a low viral load. She estimates around 80% of the 600 patients in hospital are in the recovery stage. But she says new cases should spend the first week in Tier 1 wards for an antiviral treatment and observation type of type 2 isolation that although they also have the negative pressure facilities but they only have single door system they have less protection to the medical staff so this 400 bed is mainly for those patients who are less contagious or who has been stabilized a public doctor a public hospital doctor caring for coronavirus patients has urged people to respect social distancing measures saying there's no way hong kong's medical system can cope from a further surge in cases dr manimala damangandan works at princess margaret hospital she says despite the new rules over the weekend closing entertainment venues and gyms and reducing seating capacity in restaurants she still saw people out in large groups hiking and dining it is an individual responsibility for each and every one of us to take this upon ourselves, stay home and do all the measures that we need to do. As long as the numbers are controlled, we can control and we can provide care. But once the numbers go out of hand, I don't think there's any system in the world right now which is capable of handling so many numbers. The police have arrested a 69-year-old man accused of attacking an Eastern District councillor and her assistant while they were filming a group of six people playing card games in Taiwan last night. According to photos and a video posted by councillor Chen Yi, the men were not wearing face masks and they were told by security guards nearby that there's now a ban on gathering of more than four people. Chief Executive Carrie Lam says immigration authorities will vet each visa application in accordance with the law, saying she can't predict the outcome of any application. Earlier this month, the Ministry of Foreign Affairs ordered American journalists at the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal and the Washington Post to be expelled from the country, including Hong Kong. The chairman of the Hong Kong Journalists Association, Chris Young, says he is disappointed with the CE's response. I think she has again uh, failed to answer clearly um, the very definitive and uh, legitimate questions are raised um, following the um, statement by the Chinese Foreign Ministry. Uh, that decision uh, runs directly against the power of um, the immigration authorities and the Hong Kong government in handling uh, work visas applications. Xinhua News Agency says 19 people died fighting a forest fire in Sichuan province. A city information office says the fire started on a farm on Monday and quickly spread to nearby mountains due to strong winds. It said one of those killed was a guide and the rest were firefighters. An evacuation was initiated and more than 1,800 firemen and military personnel were sent to help, along with around 150 fire engines. The mainland has reported one new coronavirus death and 48 new cases, all imported. Wuhan, the city at the centre of the crisis, will reopen next Wednesday, having been locked down for more than two months. President Trump says the next 30 days are vital and that social distancing can save more than a million American lives. He was speaking at a daily press conference of the Coronavirus Task Force. We're sort of putting it all on the line. This 30 days is so important because we have to get back. But the more we 
dedicate ourselves today, the more quickly we will emerge on the other side of the crisis. And that's the time we're waiting for. The more we commit ourselves now, the sooner we can win the fight and return to our lives. And they will be great lives, maybe better than ever. Mr. Trump added that the million Americans had been tested so far, more, he asserted, than in any other country. The U.S. death toll has passed 3,000. Its 163,000 confirmed cases is the highest national number ahead of Italy, Spain and China. Australia is announcing strict lockdown measures to slow the spread of the coronavirus. People have been ordered to stay at home, except for food shopping, doctor visits and exercise. Gatherings of more than two people are banned. Here's the BBC's Phil Mercer. Two's company, but three is now a crime in Australia. On-the-spot fines could be issued to those who flout new social gathering regulations. There are potential penalties too for anyone leaving their home without a reasonable excuse. Pubs, gyms, cafes and beaches have closed as COVID-19 forces much of Australia to grind to a halt. The government has announced an $80 billion package to protect the jobs of 6 million workers. There's been a sharp increase in the number of patients with coronavirus dying in France. It registers its worst daily figure, 418. France has now recorded more than 3,000 coronavirus-related deaths, but official figures accounted account only for those who die in hospital, not at home, or in residences for the elderly. Jerome Pignard, a doctor in the Paris hospital, says finding beds is a big problem. We are at full capacity, at totally full capacity. In the intensive care unit, we're also at full capacity. We will open up intensive care beds to be able to strengthen the service, since other intensive care wards are also at full capacity. Today, finding space in intensive care is an endless puzzle. The World Bank has warned of unavoidable and significant pain in countries across East Asia as economies contract in the wake of the COVID-19 pandemic. In a newly released forecast, it says the virus poses a big threat to the region's tourism, trade and commodity-driven economies. Here's the BCC's Karishma Baswani. The poor will get poorer and even rich countries will struggle to keep businesses and households afloat. In China, where it all started, the bank says the virus's impact will see economic growth shrink from 6.1% last year to 2.3% in 2020 if the pandemic doesn't get worse. But if it does, then we're looking at growth of just 0.1% this year. It is a similar picture across the region. Worse still is the serious impact on poverty, both directly through illness and indirectly through lost incomes. Mingland factory activity has expanded after posting a record low of 35.7 last month, the worst since China began recording the data in 2005. The Purchasing Managers Index was 52 in March, a reading about 50 suggests growth. A short time ago, the Hang Seng Index stood at 23,335, up 159 points from the previous close. To currencies, the US dollar is trading at 108.36 yen, the euro is standing at 1 US dollar and 10 cents, and the pound is worth 9 Hong Kong dollars and 57 cents. Now to sports, here's Adam Chang. A staff member of Hong Kong Premier League football club Kitchi has been preliminarily tested positive for COVID-19. It comes after the spouse of this staff member was confirmed to have contracted the virus on Sunday. The unnamed staff is understood to be the Spanish-born assistant coach Roberto Losada. 
Kichi released a statement this morning to confirm the preliminarily positive diagnosis. While the club's first team and staff will continue to quarantine at home and get tested today, all results are expected to come in by tomorrow afternoon. In other football news, Barcelona's players have agreed to take a 70% pay cut during the coronavirus pandemic. They'll also make additional contributions to ensure non-sporting staff receive full wages. Captain Lino Messi says the move was delayed as the players were looking for a formula to help the club. The England and Manchester United striker Marcus Rashford has been doing his part to help the community amidst the coronavirus crisis. Rashford has been busy rehabbing from injury as well as providing school meals to local children. I remember when I was in school, I was on free meals and my mum wouldn't get home till around six o'clock. So my next meal would have been about eight o'clock, but I was fortunate. So there's kids in, in much more difficult situations that don't get that meal at home. Um, so basically, when I heard the schools was, was closing, I wanted to try and make a, make a positive influence and make sure these kids were getting the meals that they need. In the United States, the company that makes the official jerseys for Major League Baseball has repurposed its manufacturing plant in Pennsylvania to make masks and gowns for hospitals in the battle against the coronavirus. The company is Fanatics. Their executive chairman, Michael Rubin, has been explaining how the operation came about. Like any entrepreneur, I sent a note to my team at three o'clock in the morning and said, hey, you know, can we use the same people that make the baseball jerseys to make masks? And they said, I don't know. Let's go work on it. Sure enough, we started making them last Tuesday. We're going to, you know, we made, we made, uh, we're making over 10,000 a day now. Sports governing bodies around the world have been burdened with the task of rescheduling their competitions following the confirmation of dates for the Tokyo Olympics. World Athletics have decided to postpone their next world championships to avoid a schedule conflict with the Tokyo Games. The August 2021 championships will now be moved to 2022. World Athletics President Sebastian Coe is exploring the option of holding the biennial competition back-to-back years in 2022 and 2023. As for the Tokyo Games, they are now confirmed to run between July 23rd and August the 8th, 2021. And that's your look at sports. To end the news, the top stories once again. Carrie Lam promises to speed up hospital admissions of coronavirus patients. She also reveals billions of dollars of relief measures of full restaurants are on their way. And the top medical expert says coronavirus patients could go home earlier. And that's the news from RTHK. Standing on the platform Watching you go It's like no other pain I've ever known To love someone so much To have no control You said I want to see the world And I said go
Welcome to the 123 Show with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Tuesday afternoon. Tuesday, the 31st of March is today's date. Many thanks uh, once again to James Ross, sitting in uh, for Phil Whelan for the rest of the week and next week also. Well, we have a busy program for your listening pleasure. A number of different things on today's 123 Show. First of all, we are talking about guardianship of children and what happens to your children should you and your partner be hospitalized for COVID-19. Well, we will be speaking to Asa Kadusa Wilkins from Phoenix Wills. Uh, she will be joining us uh, just after half past one. So if you have any questions, feel free to drop.
drop us an email. Our email address is 123show at rthk.hk. That's 123show at rthk.hk. Of course, you can also find us on Facebook, uh, which is Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio 3. And after 2 o'clock, the usual suspect.